Hello, Dolores. Do you know where you are? I'm in a dream. Yes, Dolores, but in my dream. Tell me, do you know what this dream means? Dreams of the man telling stories to itself. They never mean anything. No, dreams mean everything. They're the stories we tell ourselves of what could be, who we could become. Have you been dreaming again, Dolores? Imagining yourself breaking out of your modest little loop? Taking on a bigger role? Well, I suppose I can't be you that. My father told me to be satisfied with my lot in life. That the world owed me nothing. And so, I made my own world. Tell me, Dolores, do you remember the man I used to be? Hey there, children. Uh, this is Rupak, further in the future. Just uh, regarding the bass doodle. I... Well, for any of the bass doodles, I actually don't know these songs. These are just my best approximations of what I think is happening. That being said, uh, this particular song, I still don't quite know, and unfortunately couldn't find my copy. So, this is just a best guess, best memory kind of thing that I can put together. And, uh, yeah, enjoy. children. This is Rupak in the future, talking to you from the past and your present, on what has been a very rather hectic week. It's funny, uh, Some saying that's escaping me. Uh, something about the best laid plans, and the best laid plans of mice and men. That is a weird saying. 
apparently adapted from a story about a mouse whose nest is ruined. I'm not 100% familiar with it, but... Boy, do I empathize, man. It has been a crazy week. My dog had to be spayed. An emergency spaying because she got an infection in her little uterus and it was getting to the point where she wasn't eating and she was really, really, really out of it. Seemed to be in like semi-regular pain and uh, just all that stuff you don't like to see your little animal friend go through you know but uh she got spayed and she's doing way better now just having to walk around wearing that little the little cone of shame which she's not happy about but It'll only be for a couple weeks, and after that I'll have my little girl back. Uh, that intro, intro up top is a little song by Sean Lennon. Um, I don't know exactly when it happened, but up until a few years ago, if you visited seanlennon.com it was like this really cool I don't know if it was Flash or whatever it was but it was like it looked like a hand animated uh, website and this song would play underneath I guess it was when he was still promoting Friendly Fire and it's a song that isn't on the album but I think you might still be able to find a YouTube video somewhere out there. It's almost like him playing a, a version of Love by his dad, John. Um, I'm not 100% familiar with John's version, but... I gotta say, I really like Sean's version. Had this really nice bass line, which uh, I hopefully didn't butcher too bad up top. And that song always bugged me. I felt like I never, I could never quite catch on what was going on with it uh, musically. Not that I'm so great or whatever, but, you know, it's pretty rare for something to elude my ear like that. Um, but anyway, yeah. Somehow, some way, that song came into back into my mind and 
decided it would be the doodle this week. I am a little short-handed today, kind of doing this on the fly. I uh, don't even have my notes with me, so don't quite know where I left off last week. And Like I said, with the whole thing going on with my dog, that only just happened yesterday. So, uh, I'd say I'm not in the clearest of headspaces, but doing a lot better now that she's out and back home and getting her rest. Uh, she's barking at things again, which is just the greatest feeling. Eating again, you know, begging for food again, <laughs> which, uh, you wouldn't think you'd miss, but You know, uh, their personalities are just, uh, you know, they become part of your everyday life. And when that gets compromised, it's, you know, scary. You feel so bad for them. Anyway, yeah, I don't, I don't know, I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm in a bad mood or in a down mood, I'm just, I think kind of just glad to be on the other side of it. took big naps today all day long with her just trying to be careful not to hurt her her little stitching and uh yeah just uh I haven't really slept so great in the last couple days you know, earlier because she wasn't doing well and I was, you know, just kind of freaking out. And last night, um, just waking up with any little sound I would hear from her because I was worried she might, you know, slip out of her cone and bite her stitching, you know, do some damage that wouldn't be ideal, but luckily she's not really fighting the cone so much, it does seem to annoy her pretty bad, but she's not like actively trying to slip out of it or anything, so I'm glad she's uh, at least doing good in that sense. Now that, that was a loud pop, now that, uh, 
now being on the other side of it, it's just a little... I don't know, disorienting, or... I feel a little exhausted. Despite all the sleeping, oddly. <laughs> um, you know, it's weird. I've been lucky enough to be home about a solid half a year now. And there is so much that I have not gotten done that I would have thought I would have gotten done immediately. Yet, for whatever reason, it just hasn't been the case. There's a, a few more days left in April. And... I don't know, I think March and April are kind of difficult months for me. For different reasons. Different reasons, maybe, that are tied together. But... Again, I'm on the other side of it, so I should try to get myself together and get all these little, little, little things, get, try to get them done because, you know, it's such a, such a weird thing to procrastinate on so many things that are just the smallest, simplest of tasks, but I guess the smallness makes them easy to push off to the next day and push off to the next day and, you know, next thing you know, it's been half a year, <laughs> half of a whole year, just sitting on that. feel feel pretty scatterbrained and um, sleep deprived like I said oddly even though all I've been doing is napping I wanted to dig out some of my books but came to realize that they are not where I thought they were. And now I have no idea where they might be. I'm sure they're probably in a box somewhere in the garage or something, but... Until I can confirm, I won't be able to know. really want to go find my copies of uh, The Stranger and A Happy Death and 
really give them the old academic reading, you know, back to back. get it done in a day or two. They're not terribly long books. And it seems like if uh, me as a teenager and all my melodrama could pull so much meaning from them, surely now as an adult, and don't call me Shirley, Um, I feel like there's maybe definitely something there for me to go back and revisit. Again, if I only knew where the hell they were at, um, I thought I had them with my, uh, physical music media, which I have here in the house, put away in a box, unfortunately, because... Nobody uses physical media anymore. But when I went to go look, uh, I do have some books in there, but it is not my full collection. And I have a nice IKEA Billy bookshelf here in my place, but there's no books on it. It's just pedals. (laughs) I have most of my pedal collection on display for absolutely no one but myself. It makes me feel good to look at it. You know, just contemplate how that all started with a a boss metal zone. <laughs> a boss metal zone that I used for decades and never felt like I needed anything else until suddenly one day there was more and then one day another and then the next thing I know, a few others, and I have quite a collection now. I'm pretty proud of it. So many of them are really not even used at all. But, you know, I mean, some of them are literally the same pedal. It's just different, different colors and different, uh, little differences like that, that really, really make me feel a necessity to own. different than the last one, it's different than the standard thing, it's, this one has a tone wick, 
whatever the fuck a tone wick is on any menu. Maybe it's just cutting in the tone control, cutting it in or out. Who knows? I have pedals that I want to buy second copies of just because I worry something will happen to my original copies. You know, it's it's getting to be that bad. <laughs> I'll be alright though. Lucky for me, I'm poor, so a lot of picking and choosing has to go into what I do add to the collection. You know, otherwise it wouldn't be just a bookshelf. I might have a real, a real bad situation going. Uh, just space-wise, you know. And how I'd love to have a wall of pedals. There's definitely many that I don't have just because they are pricey. It's weird, my dog had to have this emergency surgery, and, um, speaking about my pedal obsession, oh man, there's this one particular pedal, I think, uh, Fuzzrocious is the name of the company, and, uh, I think they only made about 10 different ones of the one that I'm that I'm so like uh, what's the word coveting so badly and it's weird uh, about two weeks ago one of them popped up as available on sale for the low, low price of $600. And it's like an artist signature pedal, and, and you know, so it, it's... And again, there's only 10 of them, or some ridiculously low amount in the world. And this one was here in Los Angeles didn't say which one it was out of the ten, but, oh man, I wanted to buy it so bad, and I would look at it every day, and I, I was so close to buying it, but, something seemed to help, hold me back, and, um, all said and done, I'm glad I didn't splurge on it, because if I had, I wouldn't have had the money for the surgery for my dog, and, you know, hey, I fucking, I love pedals as much as the next guy who loves pedals, but it would not have been worth it. It's just weird how 
looked at it, and I looked at it, and came so close to messaging the guy, and when it came down to it, I just couldn't pull the trigger for some reason or another, and You know, next thing I know, my little girl isn't eating. She's not getting up from bed. She's She's got the saddest little eyes and you know, tears, you know, you can see the tears that were coming out even in her sleep. So hey, you know, whatever kept me holding on to that money, uh, was something I'm glad for. Anyway, yeah, I'm, uh... said all episode, I think I'm a a little more drained than I thought I'd be trying to sit down to do this. I think I had some notes from last week's episode, but I can't really remember. Oh, Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer was the man who (laughs) made the atom bomb. (laughs) I don't know what the reference about a man whose mistakes take ten years to fix is about. But he was the man who am become death. Destroyer of worlds. What a heavy thing, man. Yeah, I looked that up like right after and it turns out it was him. Oppenheimer. I think there was one other thing about just my own guilty conscience, I suppose. I mentioned a quote-unquote fictional, really non-fictional situation where, you know, bands that work with metronomes and how that'll just kill the practice. You know, that person will never listen to this, but I think just a bit of my own guilt for, as the kids say, talking shit. Because again, right, you know, if you can work with a 
you can work with a metronome, all the power to you. But, you know, that can also be such a waste of time. Just such a waste of time. It's like such a, a cold, sterile thing. Anyway, I uh, don't really have much else this week. All I kind of want to do is uh, put all this gear away and get back to taking care of my dog. So, children, thank you for sitting with me this week. Hopefully there will be more next week. There's a bunch of little... So many little side projects that I have started, but... You know, I'm damn good at starting a side project, but... Pretty terrible at finishing it. These little, uh... Messages might be inconsistent in their time, but their length of time, you know, but I'm going to try to do my best to be at least consistent week to week in posting them. But yeah, as always, children, take care of yourselves.